0: Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed.
1: Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 30 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I will be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start. Uh, please uh, try to make this a daily prayer. You will find this prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you will open the eyes of our understanding to see the wondrous things out of their law. And today, you will teach us how to receive guidance from the Holy Spirit, how to tell whether the person that is wanting to or have a relationship with us is genuine or real or real or fake, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, today I want to share with you on how you can be led by the Holy Spirit and how you can put yourself in an atmosphere of being led by the Holy Spirit so that you can know and you'll be able to tell whether a man or woman wanting to marry you is fake or real. Now, next to your faith, uh, next to exercising your faith in believing that God can uh, make um, a God-fearing man or woman, come your way as spouse, the real major challenge that I see um, in this space is the challenge of knowing whether the person that you are dating or the person wanting to marry you is fake or real or whether the person is uh, sent by God or sent by the devil. Now, that's the challenge that many people face today and also in cultures where... It's a big thing, you know, for people to get married um, at a certain age. Then it introduces a whole, a whole range of activities where people are becoming desperate, and because there's. Um, i mean it's like because people are under pressure let's put it that way people are under pressure uh, to marry by a certain age then it becomes um, an opportunity for predators to just come around come along and try to con people into sham relationships and uh, making people believe that they want to marry them and then just uh, using them sexually and then just dumping them so you are also people are also faced uh, with this risk and with these um, Uh, with these possibilities so it then means that uh by the spirit of god uh it is necessary for you to be able to tell even when this person crosses all your i mean i mean if this person um ticks all your boxes yeah that's what i wanted to say if this person ticks all your boxes it is also still supremely necessary that you pray and receive guidance from the holy spirit because the holy spirit knows the future the holy spirit knows tomorrow the holy spirit knows the exact number of hair strands that are on your head he can tell you that number he knows that number he doesn't even have to figure it out he knows that number the number of strands on your head on your head. He knows it. He knows what is going to happen tomorrow. He knows what people are going to be up to tomorrow. He knows those things. He knows when a man is telling you lies. I mean, if you read the scriptures, you see uh, see, um, two, uh two two people, Ananas and Sapphira, they told lies uh, to Peter. And Peter was able to source them out by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost knows that they were lying. Peter did not know that they were lying, but the Holy Ghost revealed it to Peter that they were lying. And you see, that i mean it's it didn't just happen because peter was an apostle it happened because peter was operating under the gift peter was operating under the gift of the holy spirit and these are the things that we want to activate we want to activate in our spiritual lives in this journey of believing god for a spouse now the first there are two major things i want to share today they are very powerful if you have these two things you definitely definitely will hear god you will hear the voice of god god will lead you both consciously and unconsciously there are two types of leadings that will come your way um if you have never been if you've not really been experienced in this space before you're going to start with what i call unconscious leading unconscious leading now i'll give you an example of what unconscious leading is an example of what unconscious leading is um, many years ago um, i met a lady and uh, we no i'll give you another example now there was a lady somewhere who met a guy she's a christian she's believing god and um, she was believing god for a spouse and um, she met this guy and you know they got talking and everything and um she decided that she was going to just be praying and she would not allow herself to you know catch feelings and you know just drop down that zone that women drop into where they are falling in love because somebody is already somebody's taking interest in them and telling them how nice they are so she began to pray and she was praying in the spirit she was waiting on god and somehow she just didn't feel right um, about something but well she just somehow her whole being was not um was not resonating very well with this guy but she couldn't tell what it was but then she remained friends but then she remained friends uh with this guy they were just on friends and talking time and um one day she decided i think she, she was gonna uh return a piece of item a piece of item that she uh took off uh the guy um maybe some days or weeks before she was going to return that piece of item to the guy and um, lo and behold what happened lo and behold what happened she got to the guy's door and um, knocked on the door and who opened the door I mean this guy is meant to be living alone and it was a lady um, who opened the door and apparently it appeared that uh, the lady was not uh, dressed in a particular or more like was Um, scantily clad in a particular way that suggested that there was some sex going on in the house so you see she she saw it clearly that okay this guy was just an imposter and um, it was clear that this guy was out to deceive her into a relationship deceive her into a relationship or make her believe that he was going to have a relationship with her but this guy was all over the road and this guy was not a true christian and this guy was effectively a con artist and um i mean long story short the guy was a con artist didn't even bother contacting her again because he knew that he had been cut out now the issue is this this is why it's unconscious leading it's unconscious leading because god did not speak to her and say go to so and so person's house now there was no such thing she had been praying she had been praying in the spirit she had been waiting on god but it was just something totally unrelated that she was pursuing which was to just return that piece which was to just return that piece of item and then, lo and behold, she discovered this um, so it's very so that's what I call unconscious leading now, conscious leading I'll give an example of conscious leading. There was a lady who was speaking on the phone uh with a fellow who was purportedly going to date her, and all the rest, and then she heard the voice of a lady in the background on the phone while she was talking to this guy. And she asked the guy that um, who uh, who was that who's that lady whose voice I just heard and the guy said that that was my sister that's my blood sister we live together and um, as soon as she put the phone down and she was praying she was just praying routinely not even she didn't even suspect anything was wrong she was praying routinely as she was praying routinely the Lord spoke to this lady and said the lady whose voice you heard is not a sister the lady whose voice you heard is a living lover and they have a child together they have a child together in that house and they live together in that house and this guy is a con artist that's the lord revealed it to her specifically and the following day she picked up the phone called this guy and said that lady we spoke about yesterday she is actually are she's actually um someone you have a relationship with you even have a child together with this person i think a daughter to be specific and i don't think you are telling the truth because the lord i mean be, she didn't even tell disclose the source of her information so the guy was like what Who told you all this? Because the guy was pretty sure that someone in real life had snitched behind his back to tell him, to tell the lady all about him. And that wasn't true. So the guy was so sure. He said, who told you? Someone must have told you. Someone who knows me, who knows about my life must have told you all this. And the lady said, nobody told me. It was the Lord the lord god almighty the holy spirit who told me all these details and i've passed them to you verbatim, the way the holy spirit told me in fact the guy had nothing else to say in fact he just i mean the guy knew that the game was up so he just cussed her out on the phone and the lady just said thank you very much and bye so i've given you two examples now of how you can be unconsciously led by the holy spirit and how you can be consciously led by the holy spirit whichever method the lord takes is actually his business you just leave everything to him and i'll tell you your own part of the deal that will ensure that the guidance of the holy spirit does not elude you so you see and most times, you're going to start off with unconscious leading. God is going to lead you more unconsciously in the early days of your spiritual life, and then as you progress spiritually, you're going to get more conscious leading, more direct leading, more pinpoint leading, where the Lord will actually tell you stuff that is supernatural, that is not known to anybody, or could not have been known to you by natural means, and that is what we're going to be sharing when we come back from the break. See you guys after the break. Thank you. Bye.
0: Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed.
1: welcome back now we on this uh segment of the episode we're going to go through a number of scriptures there are two major things two major things i'm going to be talking about on this segment of the scripture two major steps we need to take continuously that will open us to the atmosphere of the holy spirit and will um, expose us to the guidance of the Holy Spirit in our activities, and including this particular area as well. Two things, actually, but uh, just as I was um, just as I was uh, saying, two things. A third thing also came up in my spirit, and I believe we're going to have enough time for that. Now, the first thing that I would say you have to do as a believer, as a Christian, is pray in tongues very often now i get a lot of debate out there you know as to well so if i don't pray in tongues god will not bless me if i don't pray in tongues will god open his eyes and watch me go down the drain blah 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 blah. you see god is a loving god and your life on a lot of occasions is based on your choices now if god gives you a provision and you decide not to use that provision then it means that you don't derive a benefit from it. And it is not God being wicked. It is you refusing the provision. And, I mean, that's exactly your choice. It's nothing to do with whether God is a loving God or is not a loving God. You understand? I mean, it's just like um, if I've got foods that have lots of protein in the house and I refuse to eat those foods, I eat, refuse to eat those foods that have protein in the house, I cannot then say that uh when i become malnourished that god is wicked god is not wicked it was my choice not to eat foods that would nourish me so if i become malnourished that has nothing to do with god's disposition towards me so if there are things that god has provided and out of pride you decide that you will not do it then I mean, it's really your business, to be honest. It's nothing to do with God not loving you. I saw a conversation today when an atheist was saying that, how can God send him to hell for not being a christian god doesn't send people to hell hell and heaven are a choice that you make on earth on earth you decide whether you want to go to heaven or you want to go to hell it is your choice it is your decision god has given you the power of choice and you choose what you want and live with the um with the outcome of your choices so f- and same thing with following god's word when god sword present a provision it is your choice to follow that provision and you are left to face the outcome of the choices that you make so now we're going to go into it pray in tongues very often The scripture for that can be found in jude uh jude the first chapter there's only one chapter in jude verses 20 and 21 it says but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost keep yourselves in the love of god looking for the mercy of our lord jesus christ unto eternal life so you see here that the bible says that you should build yourselves up pray on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost praying in the holy ghost is praying in tongues because when you pray in tongues you are praying in the holy ghost you are praying in the spirit that's what it means to pray in the Holy Ghost. is You are praying in tongues. You are praying in an unknown tongue that your mind does not understand. Then let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 2 and 4. It says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So when you pray in tongues, you are not speaking to men. And you are not even speaking to yourself, but you are speaking to God. Because people always ask that, okay, if I'm praying in tongues... And people don't understand what I'm saying. So, uh, of what use is that? Oh, it is of great use because you are praying directly to God. And the Bible says, For no man understandeth him, albeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Speaking mysteries means that you are speaking things that are unknown to carnal people, that are unknown to the carnal mind. And then he says, But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. And um, it is believed that prophecy... Um, prophecy can be equated to a combination of tongues and interpretation and interpretation simply means that you get a revelation of what you were praying about so when you are praying in tongues over a subject revelation comes back to you and that is what we call interpretation and when you speak that interpretation as led by the holy spirit then it becomes a prophecy but then again not all interpretations are meant to be spoken out in public so you can pray in the spirit about something god can give you an interpretation of what you prayed about but you may not necessarily uh have to say it out in public and then let's go to verse 13 of that same chapter 14 first corinthians it says wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, I will pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. So we see here that there is a combination of you praying in tongues and you praying in your known language. But you see, your praying in a known language is based on an interpretation. That's why he says, let him that speaketh in an unknown pray that he may interpret so if i am praying about a subject so let's say a man stands before me or a woman stands before me wanting to date me and i'm, I'm praying about the subject that lord revealed the true character of this person to me lord the reveal the true intention of this person to me now and you begin to pray in tongues as you pray in tongues the holy spirit will give you an interpretation now that interpretation can come in many ways that interpretation can come maybe like 10 days later that just go somewhere and you just overhear a conversation that will just do it for you or that interpretation can come in the form of maybe just ask a question that is unrelated and something entirely different opens up and you're able to see clearly that this is the truth or this is the lie Then so so many things can come out of that. There is flexibility. I can't precisely tell you that this is exactly how it is going to happen. You cannot predict the Holy Spirit. You can't predict how the Holy Spirit is gonna do his thing. But our own is to submit ourselves and make ourselves available uh to the activities of the Holy Spirit. And you do this by praying in tongues. And then the next scripture I want to share with you to buttress praying in tongues, Isaiah chapter twenty eight, verses eleven to thirteen. This is a prophetic word he says for with stammering lips stammering lips and another tongue see when you pray in tongues will he speak to his people so you see god speaks to you through stammering lips and another tongue so it means that when you pray in tongues and your lips are stammering you put yourself in an atmosphere where god can speak you and he said to whom he said this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest and this is the refreshing yet they would not hear but the word of the lord was unto them precept upon precept precept upon precept line upon line line upon line so you see here from the scriptures again old testament scriptures that praying in tongues puts you in an atmosphere where god can speak to you and if god says that if you pray in tongues that he will speak to you and you say that you don't need to pray in tongues then really it's I mean, when you look at it, it's pride. And Bible says, bef- I mean, pride goes before a fall. So, when people refuse to accept what God is offering, then they are simply walking in pride and they are open to a lot of errors in life. So, I want to leave that there. Now, the second major thing that you need to do before I run out of time is that you need to declare the scriptures repeatedly that talk about guidance. This is very important. Very, very important. Because many people don't have faith that God can lead them. Because they've never had god on any subject in their lives in their entire lives nobody has ever taught them in church how to hear god so some people it, this whole thing is daunting for a lot of christians if i is the is the is the i mean it's the most asked question in christianity which is how do i know how do i know the will of god for my life but i'll share some scriptures with you that you need to declare over yourself repeatedly the first one I want to share with you is in first John chapter two verse twenty. He says But ye have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Now this is the Bible, this is scripture. I didn't write it. When God writes something or inspires someone to write something, that is the truth of God. And this is the truth of God I've just shared with you he says you have an unction an unction then means an anointing a nudge um, an impression from the Holy One and you know all things so you can turn the scripture around and begin to declare to yourself that in the name of Jesus Christ I have an anointing from the Holy Spirit and I know all things in the name of Jesus Christ I have an anointing from the Holy Spirit and I know all things in the name of Jesus Christ I have an anointing I have an impression from the holy spirit and i know all things as you declare the scriptures you know what's going to happen you begin to discover that gradually gradually things become known to you somehow things just become known to you either by you asking a question or by you taking a step or by you taking an action or by god speaking directly to you things just become known to you why because the bible says that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt it how but shall believe that those things which is shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith so if you are saying this that you know all things because you have an unction from the holy one that's exactly what is going to happen in your experience the next scripture i'm going to read Uh, because of our time is first john chapter 2 verse 27 he says but the anointing which you have received of him of god abideth in you and you need not that any man teach you but as the same anointing teaches you of all things and is truth and is no lie and even as it has taught you you shall abide in him you don't need to run around prophets to look into their crystal balls um to look into their crystal balls to tell you whether this person you want to marry is good for you or not. I mean, people abuse that a lot. I mean, you find that a lot with white garment churches and sadly, uh, they've brought that practice into the uh, Uh, Pentecostal churches, instead of teaching people how to hear God on their own, they've made the pastors uh, become like Babalawos for them, who will be looking into crystal balls and be telling them, God says you should marry this person. God says you should not marry this person. No, it is error. Under New Testament Christianity, we have equal access to the voice of God by destiny. So please Uh, Don't go into that error. Now, the next scripture I want to read is Psalm 37, verse 23. It goes, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. So, you declare this way. The good man means righteous man, and the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Don't let anybody call you a sinner. The Bible says you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So, anytime you see the word good, anytime you see the word anytime you see the word good in the bible it means righteous so you say that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the lord and he delights in his way so you can turn that scripture and confess it this way and says my steps are ordered by the lord and god delights in my way there are some days you just wake up and just feel like going somewhere and you just go somewhere and you just hit it big and that is because your steps were ordered So there are some days you can just decide that you want to go for this event or you want to go for this party and god organizes somebody to meet you there why because your steps are ordered by the lord but this scripture will help you to trigger such events so you Keep declaring it. Say in the name of Jesus Christ, my steps are ordered by the Lord, and the Lord delights in my way. My steps are ordered by the Lord, and the Lord delights in my ways. My steps are ordered by the Lord, and the Lord delights in my ways. And you see, when you quote the scripture and confess the scripture repeatedly, you know what's gonna happen. One day you are gonna take a trip out of your house and you're gonna meet the man that you'll be or woman that you have been believing God for. Now let's turn to the next scripture that we're going to confess and declare over our lives first corinthians 2 16 he says for who hath known the mind of the lord that he may instruct him but we that we believers, christians the righteousness of god in christ jesus have the mind of christ so this is a declaration by paul in first corinthians 2 16 and you just imagine read through the gospels jesus christ was never deceived by anybody he wasn't deceived by anyone he knew the thoughts of people he knew he could preempt people i mean if you read through the gospels read these conversations In fact, he was talking to the woman at the well he could preempt the woman he knew what the woman was all about he knew where she was coming from because he had access to the mind of the holy spirit so i see so his mind was very sharp his mind was accurate but the bible now says that we the believers the sons of god we have the mind of christ so you see if christ was a man believing god for a wife i don't think that some woman would have been able to con him into a sham relationship. If Christ was a woman believing God for a husband, I don't think that Christ would have been conned by some bozo, some 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 sex-hungry bozo or some deceitful bozo somewhere. I don't think that would have ever happened because he had a very sharp mind and he knew exactly what to do. He could source people out very quickly. So, you are going to declare this. Now, so, so you see, if, if that same mind is inside you, you cannot be deceived by any idiot there so you say so you need to make confessions like this that i have the mind of christ i have the mind of christ i have the mind of christ therefore i know all things i think very quickly i think on my feet because i have the mind of christ my mind is very sharp i am very intelligent because i have the mind of christ these are declarations you should make over yourself another i've I've, I've got loads of scriptures as we uh, wrap this up psalm 37 verse 31 37 verse 31 It says the law of his god is in his heart none of his steps shall slide so anyone who keeps the laws of god that's the word of god in his heart none of his steps shall slide and you see many what's going on today is that a lot of men a lot of women their steps are sliding into the wrong relationships because they don't have the law of god in their hearts. so you need to declare this as as well that the word of God is abundant in my heart therefore none of my steps shall slide in the name of Jesus my steps shall not go into a wrong relationship in the name of Jesus Christ the law of God is in my heart the word of God is in my heart therefore none of my steps shall slide in the name of Jesus Christ the law of God is in my heart therefore none of my steps shall slide in the name of Jesus Christ I read another scripture to you again uh, Romans 8 14 it says but for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are are the sons of God you can turn that into a confession and declaration and say stuff like I am a child of God I am a son of God therefore I am led by the spirit of God I can be led by the spirit of God and I am led by the spirit of God because I am a born-again son of God then Romans 8 16 says that the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God see beareth witness means that there's something something is speaking inside you and say that "Hmm, this thing is right this thing is right then also something is speaking inside you on some other occasions this thing is wrong this thing is wrong but you cannot place your fingers on it your mind cannot reason it out but something a witness is on the inside of you saying that this thing is wrong watch out watch out now that is the Holy Spirit bearing witness with your spirit so you can confess stuff like i am a child of god therefore the holy spirit bears witness with my spirit that something is right or something is wrong the holy spirit beareth witness with my spirit that something is right or something is wrong the holy spirit beareth witness with my spirit that i am a child of god now guys it's time for me to go and um, i'll see you guys again next week if you pray in tongues for extended periods and you confess god's word as i've um, prescribed from the scriptures over your life. You will experience the guidance of God both unconsciously and consciously and no deceitful Bozo or Delilah out there will be able to con you into a sham relationship. You pick people as soon as they come up and you will not have any fear that anyone is going to lead you into a wrong relationship. So see you guys next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.BreakingSoulTies.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to Ties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul ties with Sean Adio See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord